Welcome to another episode of What Works For Me, a podcast highlighting best practices in Christian schools. This podcast is produced in partnership with Lutheran Education Association. To discover how LEA supports Christian teachers and schools, visit www.lea.org. My name is Mike Scheman, principal of Bethany Lutheran School in Parma, Ohio. And my name is Rob Lunak. I'm the superintendent of Lutheran Neighborhood Schools in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And Mike, I know this is an exciting one for you. You actually know our guest today. It's my first time meeting her, Kara Kaufman. So Kara, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us where you serve, how long you've been there, and what you're going to be talking about today. So, um, well, my name's Kara, and I am serving at Pilgrim Lutheran School in Beaverton, Oregon. And I've been here since 2015. I don't do the math, but... Um, Currently, I'm serving as principal, but previously I was here uh, as a teacher. So I've just been in the principal role since last school year. Great. Well, Kara, it's it's a joy to have you on the show this week. Um, I was excited because when we were talking about what works for me, Rob and I were looking at the calendar and thinking, based on our, our current date of early October, Veterans Day is coming up. And uh, I still remember I was principal at a school 20 minutes up the road from Kara for a number of years. And uh, we would always cancel school on Veterans Day. We're like, we're going to honor our vets. We're going to take the day off and the kids go do the things that the kids do. And then I heard what Pilgrim did. And I thought, that's brilliant. And actually, I heard about it because I saw it on the evening news. And, and it was pretty a pretty big deal. So as we approach Veterans Day, uh, we thought it'd be fun, Kara, to interview you and sh- have you share a little bit about what does Pilgrim do with their Veterans Day celebration? If you can maybe just unpack it a little bit, give us a view of what that looks like at your school. Well, um, so it was already a longstanding tradition when I got here in 2015. Um, And actually it had started with just the church. The church had, nobody knows when it started, but they'd already started uh, celebrating Veterans Day with a special service on Sunday before Veterans Day. And then eventually they decided to move it into the school to make it a church and school event. So where they were working together. Um, so they started bringing it to school on Veterans Day, whenever that might fall. And the kids came to school on the normal day. They weren't required to be at school. So if their family had veterans in it and they wanted to go celebrate otherwise, they weren't penalized for not being there that day. But um, And then the whole day was just devoted to our veterans. So... The kids would spend the morning, and they do spend the morning, uh, learning about veterans. Uh, some would invite in somebody to speak in their class. Um, some would just do activities. So I was teaching in middle school, so I can speak a lot to what middle school did. But we um, we would, the three teachers, because we were subject area divided, we'd each come up with lessons for that morning. We'd rotate the kids through. So we might be looking at maybe war memorials. We might be looking at a specific war. We might be looking at the history of Veterans Day. Um, There was all kinds of things that we did over the years and we'd just mix it up every year so the kids got something new. Um, But the highlight of each day would come at lunchtime. (laughs) So we invite our community members. We invite church members, anybody we can reach out to. Um, We ask our school families to invite anybody they know. And we invite veterans in to have lunch with the kids um, that day. So we eat as a whole school, which we don't, we do twice a year, right? (laughs) Twice a year, we bring them all into one spot together. And Veterans Day is one of them. And we sit down together with these vets and the kids eat and they ask questions. Our DCE, Andrea Gerke, uh, she comes up with a list of questions and 
puts those out for the kids to ask. Um, and they get them thinking about things like, what did you eat while you were serving? And, you know, things kids just don't know. And it, it's just so much fun to walk around. I'm usually walking the room and to hear the kids engaging with veterans of um, all different ages and learning new things and seeing the smile on our guest faces as kids ask them questions and care and, you know, say the things that kids do. So um, that's really, that that's the really fun part. Um, but then we follow it up. We all go into the sanctuary and we have a special chapel service. And we usually invite a guest speaker, a veteran that we either know, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a church member, maybe it's someone we know through somebody who's a parent. Um, they come in and speak with the kids and to the kids. There's usually a nice video. Sometimes we've had kids put together videos of thanks and we share those. Um, and we sing patriotic songs. Uh, but the part that always makes me get choked up every year <laughs> is our um, our choir gets up and sings. And the kid, our choir teacher, Carol Ewing, is amazing. And she teaches the kids all the themes of every branch of the military. And so they get up and sing for each branch of the military. And we have those that served in that branch stand up and be honored as they sing. So it gets me choked up every time. And everybody's always amazed that these kids even know any of these songs. So um, it's it's just, it's the greatest part of the whole day. And then we go on to the day, a lot of them are grandparents and things that come. So they'll come out to recess with us and we kind of spend the day. So it's, it's a fun, but educational and touching day where we get to connect with our community. So there's so many interesting things there. The, <laughs> the church service, the growth of the whole thing that each classroom takes part in it. You have families there. You guys then invite the community there. There's so many awesome things to unpack from that. So it didn't start as this, this big thing, right? Can you give us a little no. bit of a, a timeline on the progression from it being just a church service to where it is now is, was that, did that all take place in like one year? People were like, hey, we're going to add all these extra things. Or was there slow growth every year? People wanted to add more to it. No, well, as far as I know, I was trying to track down the history, actually, since I wasn't here. But um, as far as I can tell, it was a slow growth. Um, I think they started with the service. They eventually added a breakfast before service. So they fed the veterans that came and everybody ate together. And then it grew from there. And then eventually... I think they realized, you know, they could engage more with the kids and, and the school and um, they wanted it to be a lunch sort of thing. So it kind of fit more into the school day. Um, and then it being Veterans Day allowed like a lot of our alumni. So a lot of the kids that had gone to school here, but were in high school, they would come back and serve the food um, for our guests. And so they got to be a part of it as well. Um, and it just kind of connected everybody a bit more. And, and we have a lot of church members that come just to take part, whether they're veterans or not, they'll come up just to eat lunch too and have that time and connect. So it's a great builder. It's a great bridge for the church and school. And Kara, there's so many things in there that I'm hearing that I absolutely love. The, the church school partnership that you have, bringing in the alumni, the tie with the communities, the teachable moment with the kids, all integrated and wrapped up with uh, focusing on the cross in, in your chapel service. I think it's absolutely amazing. Now, the question that I want to ask you is if you could um, take it to the next level, what's the next level thing you could do? I, I don't even know if I want to ask that question anymore because you've done so much, but I'm going to do it anyway, just to say, what what do you have as far as plans for the future to continue to grow this? 
Uh, that's a good question, you know, because of course COVID was a hiccup. So we kind of had to come back, right? It was on pause and we've had to build it back. Um, I think part of it would be extending into the community more outside our doors. We are right next door to um, the Elsie Stir Center, which um, is run by Parks and Rec and um, it caters to senior citizens in the community. So um, it would be nice to maybe carry over to there. Maybe maybe we just get to visit there and sing there as well. Or, I mean, we already extend the invites to people that are there, but I think getting the kids in there to maybe personally extend invites, it's hard to say no to a cute kid asking you to come to something. <laughs> so um, I think there's those pieces that we could still do to get physically out into our community. There is also um, a Veterans Memorial Park just down the street um, and I think there's some pieces we could do with that, even if it's just taking the kids to participate there. That's really neat. So if somebody were listening to this episode and they go, that's a great idea. We don't do anything for Veterans Day. I'm totally going to steal this and start it. Where would you recommend that they start? Uh, honestly, I, I think the place I'd want to start is the lunch. Just host a lunch. Um uh, to be fair, we already have kind of an awesome lunch program at our school. So everything's made in-house fresh each day. So feeding some extra people, you know, it takes a little extra planning, but it's not out of the ordinary for us. But um, I think that connection for the kids and other generations and actually, you know, we force them to think outside themselves a little bit and learn from somebody else. Um, it, it, it's just a great interaction and we get nothing but positive feedback. You know, our, the veterans that come just love it. They love sitting there with the kids and hearing from them and sharing with them. Um, so I, I think that's a good place to start. Um, on the other hand, um, if a lunch program is out of reach for somebody, because maybe that's just not something that's feasible in their building, <laughs> maybe they don't even have a kitchen, uh, then you know, if you're already doing chapel services anyway, you know, why not make a special service um, that honors them and bring them in? Um, we have had comments from people. They're like, I grew up in a church where kids were never allowed to sing. So for them to see kids up singing, they're like, this is amazing <laughs> to see all these kids and hear their voices. So, um, you know, that has a way of reaching everybody too. Tara, did you have any struggles with teachers like this to me it sounds like there's a lot of logistics and i think all of the logistics that put this day together are 100 worth it but i could see teachers maybe saying oh it just takes so much time or you know it's time in the classroom or there's prep time and doing all this stuff did you face that with any teachers as it became part of your culture or were they generally on board or how did you overcome it if it was there yeah well when i came on board it was already part of the culture so my part was easy <laughs> but yeah. um and I think we haven't had a lot of pushback on prepping activities or anything for the day or giving up that classroom time because I, I think mostly because everybody's seen the value in it. I mean, once okay. I think it's like anything, once you experience it, you know, um, you, you can't really deny that it's worth your time <laughs> to mm -hmm. put it together. And, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't tie any expectation to like, you don't have to collect homework. I don't, you don't need to assess what the kids did that day. You know, it, it's learning for learning's sake for the day and it's experiential learning. Um, and we don't have to put a number on that. So I think that takes some of it away. And a lot of teachers get to tap into things they love to do anyway. So mm -hmm. if writing's your thing, then make the day about writing. If, you know, art's your thing, make the day learn through art so they can have fun with it their own way too. Well, and I think that's a good takeaway is that when, if you're looking at starting any of these new things, people need to see the value in it and you got to figure out, you know, 
like the theme of the podcast, what's going to work for them. And so you're not yeah. going to tell the math teacher, Hey, I want you to write short stories with all these veterans. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going to give them something in their wheelhouse so they can be a part of that and give them a little ownership of that. I, I love that idea. Yeah. yeah. And, and they can always invite somebody in to come and do the talking for them. So, you know, <laughs> then you've got a visitor in your classroom and they can take the lead. So. Well, Kara, I'm just so impressed with all of the things that um, that you're doing at Pilgrim and the way that your community there has has really embraced the veterans. I think it's really showing what Lutheran School Ministry is all about, that uh, we give thanks to God for the gifts that he gives us, people who um, serve our country and for our country itself. So I, I think the way that you're honoring them uh, is something that you can be exceptionally proud of. So I appreciate you taking some time to share this information on our podcast. Um, would it be okay, Kara, if we shared your email and our show notes, if people had questions, they could reach out to you? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, excellent. So um, again, Kara's principal at Pilgrim Lutheran in Beaverton, Oregon, um, not far at all from Nike World Headquarters. So I tell you, you can go to Pilgrim and get the best Lutheran education and the best pair of shoes in the same town. So <laughs> I think that's great stuff. But uh, why don't we go ahead and close this off uh, with prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the gifts that you do give to us. We thank you for the gift of our country, and we thank you for the gift of all who serve. God, uh, I thank you for Kara and for the work that's being done at Pilgrim, the way that they are uh, honoring those in the community, the way that they're teaching students about what's taken place to ensure that the, the memories and the legacy continues for generations to come. I pray that you would continue to bless Pilgrim and all of the work that they do as they share your love with kids and with their families, that you would bless all of the students who learn and all of those who teach and serve you in that place. We thank you for all your blessings, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.